Good morning, Christ Center. It's Friday, November 24th. We're still in week 11 of our journey through the book of John. So let's start this morning like we always do with a moment of silent prayer as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. This is Hallie Roberts. Today's reading comes from John 19, verses 31 through 37. Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced. In the middle of this otherwise sorrowful scene, John breaks the fourth wall, as they say. He, he pauses the story and he starts addressing the audience, assuring us that he's telling the truth about this one detail, how the soldier pierced Jesus' side and out of his body came both blood and water. Listen, dear reader, John seems to say, I'm not making this up. Now, I've read a fascinating analysis by a medical doctor all about Jesus' suffering before and during the, the crucifixion. And his conclusion was that if blood and water had come out of Jesus' body, then he must be experiencing extreme emotional trauma. And that was ultimately what killed him. I've always assumed his analysis was correct. And it probably is. However, Is that really what John is pointing to here? I don't think so. It's hard to imagine that John would have understood science on that level or that his immediate audience would have ever read it that way. So what is he pointing to? I think we have to go back and remember what Jesus had proclaimed earlier in the book, particularly in chapter seven, verses 37 and 38. Here's what he said. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. That scene, and even the scene before then with the Samaritan woman at the well, sets up this scene. The blood and the water we see now serve as a culmination of that metaphor. It's as if he was saying, you guys, look, see streams of living water. They come from the Savior, just as the river of life comes from God. Don't you see? He came so that we might have life through him, life eternal, life of the age to come. Friends, are you getting John's picture here? Jesus is our source. He's everything. 
His broken body is the bread of life. His blood is the new wine. And the water that flows from him is life. And his sacrifice points the way, not not just to an initial decision to follow him, but to drink daily, to drink with purpose. It's not enough to just believe with our minds that he's the Son of God. We have to come near. We have to come drink to let him not just be our Savior, but our source. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. Thank you for coming so that we might drink of eternal life, the life of the age to come. Amen.